0: Ohio's special election is over and issue one goes down to defeat. Today I'll have my thoughts and some analysis on the outcome. So stick around. Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show, is brought to you by Created Equal, the pro-life organization that takes abortion, victim photography, and video to college campuses all across America. And you can find out more by going to createdequal.org. You can also subscribe to the program on all the popular podcasting platforms and follow me on social media. So for the last several weeks, I've been talking about this special election which was held yesterday here in the state of Ohio. And that special election was to raise the threshold to 60 percent to amend the Ohio Constitution from a 50 percent plus one vote. And the reason for that is mainly is outside special interests and money interests are coming into the state to try to put in policy issues or uh, policy positions into our founding document rather than using the legislature, which they cannot do. And so pro-abortion forces, for one, are attempting to enshrine abortion up to the very moment of birth. And on November 7th, the election or there'll be a, a vote on that. And so uh, yesterday's uh, election, unfortunately, went down to defeat. Issue one uh, was defeated and it wasn't even close. Unfortunately, if you would, Mr. Producer, bring up the secretary of state's office, uh, his website there. Uh, 57% voted no and 42% voted yes. That's a lopsided victory for the other side. And so what I want to do today is just give you my take on this. And here's the thing. Why is this important? Well, we need to learn from our mistakes. We need to learn from what happened here in Ohio so we don't repeat it in other states and especially when it comes to November's election. So I'm going to talk about the politics of it. Where did we go wrong? Why is it that issue one failed? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, going forward. What's what's going on with the pro-life movement when it comes to these votes? We're 0 for 6 in constitutional amendments currently. Uh, and then finally, give you some uh, scriptural uh, admonition as we go forward as to how we can uh, navigate these difficult waters as Christians and pro-life activists. So let's deal with the politics first. And it's this. Basically, there's a couple of things that made it difficult for the yes vote to win. Number one is this. Uh, The yes side is always at a disadvantage when it comes to constitutional amendments. Why? Because we are trying to change the status quo. And a lot of people, including myself, don't want to change the status quo, generally speaking. Uh, Radical changes are are pretty big changes like this. 60 percent is a is a big change to a constitution. Raising that threshold is a big change. And a lot of Ohioans and for that matter, Americans don't want radical change. They tend to, uh, you know, prefer the status quo. And I'm kind of that way with a lot of issues that I vote on. Uh, So I think that uh, unfortunately is a disadvantage to the yes side. Because we're asking people to change the status quo. That's number one. Number two, we had to establish two tasks. We had to accomplish two tasks, I should say. And the first is this. We had to prove that there was a problem here in the state of Ohio. A problem that uh, we put out there that there was uh, outside interest coming in to try to buy a piece of the Ohio Constitution. And I don't think Ohioans bought it, uh, frankly. Uh, we have seen uh, some abuse in the past, gambling's in our constitution. That should be a policy issue left for the legislature. Uh, but for the most part, I don't think Ohioans were convinced that there was a big enough problem uh, to 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 be remedied by this vote raising it to sixty percent. So I don't think uh, there is enough of a a problem, at least perceived problem, with Ohio voters because there hadn't been enough violations. Now, we're going to be seeing that coming down the pike. We already see it with gun rights. We're seeing it with qualified immunity for police officers. They're already circulating petitions for 2024 to put into our Constitution those types of things. We're seeing attempts to legalize recreational marijuana and put that into our Ohio Constitution. We're going to see more of these types of abuses down the road, but I don't think Ohioans are convinced that it was enough of a problem Currently to change the status quo. And the other thing is, I don't think they believe that the solution matched the perceived problem. And so we had two things to prove. And unfortunately, I don't believe we did. The no side has an advantage. They only have to prove one thing that we don't have the answer and that it's not a big enough problem. Uh, also, all they have to do, the, the other side, the opposition to, to issue one, it just has to confuse the issue. And confuse the voter, and if they confuse the voter, then they'll probably vote no right and And there was a lot of confusion intentionally, I think, but also it was also confusing because people were being asked to vote yes" on August eighth and then no on November seventh. So there are two votes coming up, and I think people might have got those confused. I was constantly having to explain that to people that we wanted our side, that is the pro life conservative republican side. Uh, pro-constitutional side to vote yes on August 8th and no in November to defeat the abortion amendment. So I think there was a little confusion and that probably uh, helped out the no side. Uh, Also, it's summer. This is a special election. I think people are out of their routines. A lot of people are on vacation. They're just not thinking about politics. They're not engaged. That probably worked against us. And the other side the left that is democrats pro-abortion activists are typically very good at turnout and we see that in the numbers the the turnout especially for early voting we got killed about 2 to 1 in early voting uh now that's often the case but i think we could have done some things to turn out earlier that we then that we didn't uh i uh, the other thing that that gave the advantage to the no vote uh to the no vote voters that is is that the other side uh framed the argument or the question based on taking away voter rights taking away voter rights and voter rights are sacrosanct with Americans this is a a a very under, this is an understood ideal of American government uh and we don't want our voter rights taken away we don't want to take our, our, our we don't want to take our vote away and The other side did a really good job of framing the argument based on the fact that this issue, issue one, voting yes, would take away voter rights, individual in individual voter rights. Uh, And that was juxtaposed against us who were saying that this was a threat to the Constitution and that we needed to protect the Ohio Constitution from outside money and special interests. I don't think that was persuasive, unfortunately. Uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, most people don't even know the Ohio Constitution exists, to be honest with you. It's been amended 172 times. Uh, it, it, it's something that doesn't affect people's lives very often. So they don't really care, honestly, that much. And so we were talking about protecting the Ohio Constitution, and I just don't think people care that much about it. Uh, we see that in on the national uh, front, right? When it comes to the federal constitution. We are living in a post-constitutional America, where the constitution really doesn't matter to people anymore. And we are becoming more and more a nation governed by men, not by the rule of law, not by our U.S. Constitution. We see it being trampled all the time by the left, by the Marxists, right? We see that currently. With our president and all the things that are happening with the Department of Justice and the taking away of free speech and so forth and so on. And the deep state. We're seeing that uh, as a problem. And I think a lot of Americans just don't simply care about the U.S. Constitution anymore, and they would rather prefer things being put up to a vote. And that's unfortunately what happened on uh, August 8th yesterday. So we're living in a post-constitutional America. I don't think people care about the constitution and much uh, in the federal constitution. They certainly don't care that much about their state constitutions. Um, so that's kind of the political side of things. Uh, there's much more that can be said. I'm trying to give you my cliff notes here, basically, uh, as I look at the election from a political standpoint. Now, Let's move on to what the pro-life movement can learn from this. Uh, Let's get past this idea that the reason we're losing these votes is because of money. Obviously, money has a lot to do with it. When you have money, you can buy ads. When you have money, you can get out the vote. You can do a lot of things with money. But we're always going to lose the money game. We're always, more than likely, always going to be uh, outfunded. Because the other side is much better at this. Uh, they outspend us every single time. So when we say that it's about money, we need to get over it. Either we compete on the money side or we don't. And if we don't, then we've got to get better at uh, at getting our message out, despite the fact that we're going to be outdone on the money. So let's not make it about money. I don't think it's about a money. about money. I think it's the fact that our messaging is weak. And I think that Americans, for the most part, want abortion to be legal, at least in the first trimester of pregnancy. Uh, The other thing is the pro-life movement needs to make this about abortion. And the campaign does, too. And this vote on August 8th was all about abortion, at least from the opposition. They made it about that. And when we were asked about it, what did we say? No, it's not. It's not about abortion. It's about the Constitution and protecting it. No, it's really about abortion. Everybody knows it was. Yet the other side was the only one that was willing to go out front and say that it was. We were making excuses as to why it wasn't. When we were asked, is this about abortion? We'd say no, you know, when it really was. And I think we need to make these votes about abortion. Uh, The other issue is this. We keep saying, and there are people in our movement saying life is winning. Well, I got news for you. It's not. We're losing. We're 0 for 6. We may have overturned Roe versus Wade, but we haven't overturned abortion. Roe is dead, but abortion is truly alive in America and in many cases across the country in states like Ohio and other places. Now, we know that 14 states have banned abortion, and I'm thankful for that. And we continue to add more states to that side of the ledger, and that's a good thing. And I'm glad that Roe versus Wade was overturned, thank goodness, because it removed that impediment. So now that we can go straightly to the to the voter or through our legislatures to make abortion laws. Uh, now, that isn't the end game. As we all know, we need a federal remedy. And I've talked about that in la- at length. It either needs to come through a Supreme Court decision that recognizes the right of the unborn as persons, as we understand it in the 14th Amendment, or. It has to be coming through Congress signed by the uh, by the president that would ban all abortions at the time of fertilization. Uh, beyond that, it's going to need a, a U.S. constitutional amendment, which we know is going to take two thirds of the, uh, the Congress and three quarters of the states to ratify. So we have to have a federal remedy. But right now it's a state by state battle. And friends, we're losing. We're over six. We may go over seven in Ohio unless we don't unless we get our act together. So life isn't winning. It's a it's a nice, you know, thought it's it's, you know, it's a positive thought. It helps to raise money. Uh, It helps to get donors to get on board. Uh, It gets people pumped up and and, you know, it's the power of positive thinking, I guess. And we don't want to constantly be looking at the negative. And there are some good things happening, of course, But as a rule. As, 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 as a general rule across America, life is not winning. Abortion is abortion industry is on the march, and women want their abortions. They just do, and then we've got to change that. That comes through grassroots activism. That comes through changing public uh, p- opinion. That means changing hearts and minds with the truth about abortion, using abortion victim photography and video, and the gospel of Jesus Christ. So uh, uh, the other thing is we need to make this a national effort when these constitutional amendments come up, like in the state of Ohio, which, by the way, this is the only one in twenty twenty three. This is the only constitutional amendment to expand abortion on the ballot in twenty twenty three. This is a referendum for the nation on abortion because Ohio is a red state, mostly. You could call it maroon if you like. But I mean, we this is a reliably pro-life state. We passed the heartbeat bill it was the first in the nation to be introduced here in the state of Ohio. It's now hel- held up in court. But, uh, you know, we are a pro-life state for the most part in that we have voted pro-life in our legislature uh, for decades. And but what we need to make this a national effort. That means everybody that's listening to the sound of my voice. And if you are a leader of a pro-life organization, you need to throw in in Ohio because it's, you know, it's it's for all the marbles now, friends. Uh, This is it. We lose Ohio. They're going to take this across the country. The dominoes may begin to fall in other states like Ohio. If they win in Ohio, they're going to be emboldened to take this other places. If we if we can beat them in Ohio, this could be our beachhead. This could be our gauntlet. This could be where we say no more. You're not taking this anywhere else. We've drawn the line in the sand and you're not going to cross over. So we need to make this a national effort. I have uh, in the past made the uh, an analogy to the abortion issue being like a land war. Now, I don't mean with guns and tanks and bombs and soldiers and that kind of thing. What I'm talking about is that now that we have this post row America, where we have the divided states of America, we have pro-life states, we have pro-abortion states, kind of like what we had slave states and free states. That's the landscape right now in the country. And, and Mr. Producer, if you would put up that map of the state of, uh, uh, of the country... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean. Uh, this is a, a map, an interactive map that LifeSite News has put up, and I think it's very helpful. Uh, you could take your mouse and just hover over the individual states to find out the status of abortion law in that state. But if you look at this currently, you see the gray states, you see the blue states, and then you see the gold states, right? Well, the gray states are abortion havens. That's where abortion is legal up to typically the very moment of birth. Uh, obviously, we've got states like California and Washington. We've got New York. Uh, we have the eastern seaboard states. And then you have Illinois in the middle and a couple others. Those are abortion havens. That's where abortion is legal, generally up to the very moment of birth. And then you have the blue states. That's where abortion has been outlawed for the most part, for all intents and purposes. They're abortion-free states. And then in the middle, you have Ohio and other states where it's currently undecided. Ohio's one of those. Those are the battlegrounds. So I look at this almost like a land war. And that is we've lost states like California, Washington, Oregon, those types of states, New York, and some of the states on the eastern side of the country. And my view is this. We need to take the resources of those states, not all, of course, and reallocate those, redistribute those resources, both manpower, money, uh, everything, into states that we can win. We need a beachhead. We need a Normandy beach, so to speak, in the land war of abortion in America, okay? And Ohio could be our Normandy beach, friends. If we were to make this a national referendum on abortion and every pro-life leader and pro-lifer in the country were to focus all their energy, their time, their money and resources in the state of Ohio, we can win and we would win. But unfortunately, we're a fragmented movement. We're dysfunctional in many regards. We don't work together. We're not unified in this way. And I I can understand that. We have individual organizations representing states or regions doing different things. And that's good. I'm glad there is some diversity. But unlike where we have a, a you know uh, you have army armies of nations, this is where the analogy breaks down a little bit where you have a general in charge of the troops who move the troops to different parts uh, of the battle we don't have one uh general we have several generals and they're they're somewhat you know they have different opinions so so to speak on where those resources sh- should be allocated but as best we can we need to come together and unify in states like ohio and defeat these measures because we have to have that beachhead We've got to have that Norman to beach. So I'm calling everybody who's listening to the sound of my voice or watching this program to come to Ohio. We've got three months, August, September, and October before the November 7th uh, uh, vote. And it all rides on Ohio. It all rides on Ohio. So if you can come to Ohio, please do. Contact us at createdequal.org slash Ohio. If you can fund the work, send us a check. Give us some money. Help us out. We've got a, an aggressive plan for the next three months to try to turn the tide on this and win in November. You can go to createdequal.org and find the donate link. So we need outside help uh, and we need people to come to Ohio as foot soldiers to go door to door and do all the other types of outreach campaigns that we wage here at Created Equal. Now, I'll say this, and finally, when I'm I'm wrapping up uh, the lessons learned for the pro-life movement, and that's this. We were unprepared for the overturning of Roe versus Wade. You know, we just didn't see this coming. We should have. I honestly didn't see it coming, uh, to be honest. I didn't know if Roe v. Wade would be overturned. The other side has been planning for this for years. They've seen it coming, and they were ready to go on day one. When Roe was overturned in the Dobbs decision last summer, they were moving into – the state of Michigan, and they claimed their first big victory. And ever since then, they've been on the move. They're on the march, and we have been behind the eight ball, we're still playing catch-up. And for the last year, many of the pro-life groups have been still celebrating the Roe v. Wade decision. Now, I celebrated for one day, one night and one day, and I thank God, and then I was back to work. And I'm still grateful that Roe was overturned, but I'm not holding galas, I'm not holding fundraisers based on the fact that we overturned Roe, because right now uh, we're, we're 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 running behind. And as we were having these celebrations for about a year, Rome's burning. I mean, really, we are behind the eight ball. We need to get active. Roe is dead, but abortion is still very much alive. And we need to get busy, friends. And so I'm asking you to come to Ohio to help us out. we got three months to turn this thing back. Now, let me tell you why I think the November election will be or could be different than the special election that we just saw here in Ohio, where we the yes on issue one was defeated. The first is this. I think the life message or the anti-abortion message or however you want to put it, is going to be stronger and more persuasive than the protect our constitutional message, uh, protect our constitution message. I think that it'll turn out more people. I think the churches will be activated more so than they would on a constitutional amendment to raise the threshold to 60%. So I think that we can turn out our base. We can turn out our base. Uh, We need to motivate our people. Now, let me say this. Three million uh, votes were cast in the special election. That's a lot. That's huge turnout. And that mirrors what we'll likely see in November. So we can look at the vote yesterday in this special election, which was a 5743 uh, percent. And we can, to some degree, foreshadow that that may be what it would be like in November. This is true. However, we can shave off some of those percentage points. And how, how do we do that? Number one, remember, the no vote has an advantage over the yes vote. Now they have the burden to get people to vote yes, to amend the Constitution, to enshrine abortion up to the very moment of birth. That is not our burden. Our burden is a no vote. Our burden is you don't want to make drastic changes, extreme changes to the Ohio Constitution, period. So we have the advantage of being on the no side in November. And that may account for two to three points right out of the block, right? So if we're at 57%, that might bring us down into the mid 50s at 54%. Our messaging has to change. We need to make it about abortion because it is. And every voter in Ohio knows it's about that. Yes, it's about parental rights. Sure. And we can move some numbers there. Yes, it's about sex change surgeries. Yes, it it, it can be about that. It's about a lot of these issues which will resonate with certain donors or, or, or I'm sorry, supporters or voters. But the thing that will move our people to get out to vote and to motivate them to campaign and get active in the grassroots effort is abortion. We need to make it about that. You know, listen, if we're going to win, I want to make it about that. And if we're going to go down to defeat, it's going to be about abortion because it is and everybody knows it is. And uh, I think we can prevail on that issue, especially when it comes to late term abortion. And this campaign campaign needs to focus on painful late term abortions where seven out of 10 Americans and seven out of 10 Ohioans are opposed to this. They, They don't want it. And they wouldn't want that in their Constitution. So we're going to be running ads here at Created Equal that focus on late-term abortion and how that would be enshrined in the Ohio Constitution. The final thing is we need to get out to vote early. Uh, you know, I think our messaging was late in the special election on August 8th. Think uh, I want to thank the Susan B. Anthony group for, uh, you know, coming up with some serious funding at the end. I think the deficit might have been even worse without their support. But this messaging needs to be out early and it has to be out often. And we need to be ready to hit the pavement right after Labor Day or maybe even sooner. So I think we have a fair shot of winning in November if we make this a national referendum on abortion and everybody, every able-bodied person comes to Ohio or they do what they can remotely and or they fund the effort. And if we can um, just get out the vote and motivate the churches and our base, we can prevail on November 7th here in Ohio and defeat this measure that would enshrine abortion up to the very moment of birth. All right, let me finish up with this. And I just wanna say for those of us in the battle here in Ohio, it was a heroic effort. Created equal was, you know, 24-7, 365. We were out there every moment of the day, as much as we were able, pounding the pavement, on the overpasses, driving our LED trucks around with, a, with imagery uh, about abortion, telling people to vote no, or, uh, vote yes on issue one. We were doing everything humanly possible to, to, um, to get out the vote on the special election. So I want to give kudos to everybody who who uh, who invested in that effort, because it wasn't for a lack of effort that we lost friends. Uh, You know, I just think the church stayed home for the most part because they didn't see a clear uh, uh, message coming from our side that this was about abortion. Uh, They thought it was about the Constitution, which it was, of course, but uh, we needed to make it about abortion. And I think we failed to do that. For the most part, I think that'll change in November for sure. So it was definitely a heroic effort. And I want to thank everybody who weighed in. And let me just finish with this. You know, today's a sad day for our state. You know, we we did lose. Uh, We need to accept that loss. We need to receive it, understand it, take ownership over it. And today's a day of mourning. If you're in the state of Ohio, for that matter, anywhere in the United States, this is a tough loss and we need to mourn. Scripture says that blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who mourn. Jesus said that in the Sermon on the Mount. And so there is a time for that, but those who mourn are blessed. In other words, we should feel badly for what happened because it may have a huge impact on the fate of unborn children. But let me leave you with some encouragement scripturally. In John chapter 16 verse 33, Jesus said this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Isn't that the truth, right? Isn't that the truth? In me, you may have peace. And that's where we find our peace. We believe that God's plan is being worked out sovereignly throughout time and eternity, nation by nation throughout the world. I believe that today and I believe that yesterday, irrespective of the outcome last night in the special election. God is sovereign and he's working his purposes to establish and advance his kingdom. And he's doing that irrespective of our efforts, although that matters, of course. But he says that take heart because you will have trouble in this world. Take heart. He has overcome the world. These are encouraging and comforting messages from our Lord, that we, through him, can overcome the world, just as he did. And so, do not let uh, this, these outcomes trouble you. Continue the fight, but remain close to the Lord, because he has overcome the world. So, uh, that's my take on the, um, on the election last night here in Ohio, the special election. We failed to raise the threshold to 60%. To amend the Ohio Constitution, but we are on and we are focused like a laser on November 7th, which is the next big vote here in Ohio. And we need to make this a national effort. So, friends, here's my call to action. If you anywhere in the United States, you can help. You can make phone calls. You can donate. You can contact uh, uh, voters in the state of Ohio and tell them to get out to vote. And you can come to Ohio. We need you to come. And we're going to be calling everybody to come to Ohio. We'll put you up and we'll put you in the game because this is for all the marbles here in the state of Ohio, because there are eight to 12 of these constitutional amendments that are likely going to be on the ballot in 2024. And we need to put an end to it here in the state of Ohio and defeat one of these. We can't go over seven, friends. We can't let Ohio fall to the enemy. We just can't. We just can't let that happen. And so a lot of it's going to have to do with the amount of effort that we put forward. I'll finish with this. This morning, I created a banner, and that banner says, No Regrets, No Regrets. And I hung it over the door to our office, and I told our staff, when it comes to effort, when it comes to the amount of time and resources that we put forward, I want them to have no regrets come November 8th one day after the the vote here in Ohio. Now, we might have regrets on on how we prosecuted the case, our tactics, our strategy. We may make mistakes. More than likely, we will. I don't regret those. What I regret is when I don't put forward the effort necessary that my Lord will require of me and I I want to require of our own team. So we here at Created Equal are going to have no regrets when it comes to November 7 here in Ohio. And I pray that you will have no regrets as well. So join us. Go to createdequal.org slash Ohio. Come to Ohio. It's the mother of all battles. And as I said before, as Ohio goes, so goes the nation. Let's, let's, let's establish a beachhead against the abortion industry here in Ohio. You can be part of it. Go to createdequal.org slash Ohio. All right, we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to MarkHarringtonShow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.